For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Reverend Romeo Selmensa of the Macarius Church Adringano will teach and direct you with practical life experiences through the word of God to walk in the miraculous life in faith. This is the word of God. For you're always here with us. Let your presence in, in, inspire us. Speak to us. Touch our lives. Transform our destinies. As we hear your word, enter into us and lift it up to stand upon our callings. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. You are all welcome to our second service. Hallelujah. Now, the, another testimony I have also. You want to hear a testimony? Oh, okay, I can continue to be. You don't want to hear a testimony, so. Uh, you didn't. You didn't mind. You didn't mind me, so. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, after I finished preaching, one of our members who couldn't come to church, but brought his mother, who was not feeling well. He said her feet, he couldn't walk something, something. All the way from Nungwa Machu. He brought her here. She had never been here before. An elderly woman. But the brother comes to church. And that day he didn't come to church. So as I was preaching, I think I mentioned his name. Where is he? Then I was there when he brought the mother. So, he said there had been so many hospitals and all kinds of things. So, I said, okay, let me pray for you. So, I sat down with her, prayed with her, anointed the feet, asked her to walk around the pulpit. And it, when I finished, she said, as you were praying, there were two angels around her. Said that the angel was asking the question, What are the ladies who want children? What are they? What are they? What are they? And he said that because nobody minds them, he was carrying children to come and distribute to the church members who need children. But it's like because nobody minds them, she just, the angel just carried the children. Are you here? You are sitting down here. I was, as I was praying, 
her eye opened and he saw angels all around. And so the angel that was carrying the baby, he said, he, that angel left. But there was another, other angels ministering. And he said that after what I saw, a bigger angel pouring oil upon your hair like that. An elderly lady of about maybe 55, 56 to 60 years. They have never been here before. So I want you to understand that God is here. Hallelujah. And this morning, as I was, and I forgot about the Christ, this morning as I was praying, the Lord told me that tell the church to let them know that I have decided to make this place a fruitful ground. A place where I'm going to bless people with a lot of children. So if there's anybody that you know who's married for many years and is struggling to have a child, Tell the lady that there is a center for her freedom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Invite all friends, family members, and your colleagues in the office. If you know of anybody who is believing God for a child, they should come. Angel of fruitfulness is here to give children and to smooth children to people. Hallelujah. And if you are married for some time that you are struggling to believe God for a child, I want you to know that God has already shown to us that he has sent us an angel of fruitfulness. Amen. And I believe that it's not only for children, but for many good things that is about to come out of your spiritual wounds. God is going to give us things. No, in December, we pray, there was a message of that. The angel told Mary, you shall conceive and bring forth. Remember that message. So God is going to cause your spiritual womb to conceive a lot of good things. This year, many good things are going to come out of you. I said, God is going to give you many things out of your life. Hallelujah. And so let's believe in God. And let's believe in his prophets. You understand? Jehoshaphat said that believe in God and you shall be established and believe in his prophet. Second Chronicles 2020. And you shall prosper. Chalak. There's a spirit of chalaking. You are bringing something good is moving you forward. As you believe in God and you believe also his prophets. We have a bigger prophet, Bishop Dad. Let's believe in his calling and his ministry. And believe in the smaller prophet also who is here. Hallelujah. Because there's a connection between the smaller prophet and the bigger prophet. So that's why we are sharing the teachings and the words. And the words contain the spirit of God. So as you are hearing the word of God, the spirit of God is entering into you. You know, when Portia was testifying, he said that when she came to church, 
and uh, she had a message. That message changed her life story. Whatever she was going through, I didn't know what she was going through. But when I finished the sermon, she came with her husband and told me that the message has entered into me. And that message is what is the brought the testimony he's giving to the brother. Hallelujah. And that is why maybe in this in our church we emphasize on the word of God. That is the sure word of prophecy. Any other prophecy, I see this, I see this, I see this. Many of them is not true. Many of them. But the word of God is here. The word of God is here. It's a sure word of prophecy. When you receive it, you can be assured that you bring forth great things to your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So let's thank God. Father, we thank you for the many miracles that have happened just the last few weeks and few months that we've come to understand that this is not just a church. But it's a, a place where your mighty presence is. And we want to thank you for what you have started doing. We know that there are many more to come. Everybody has his timing of receiving his miracle. And let nobody lose and miss his chance or her chance. Let them come and receive according to your word for us. In Jesus' name. And Holy Spirit, we are here to hear the voice of God in the word of God. Speak to us in these few minutes and bless our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. We know today is the last Sunday for the first month of the year. And it's a blessing to give clap of praise to the Lord for keeping us alive to see this today's 30th isn't it so tomorrow is 31st and then we enter into a new month month 2 amen I want you to always expect something when you come to church expect Expect to receive something special. Hallelujah. Amen. Expect. So, we want to encourage you. Expect something when you come to church. That God will do something special for you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And with that expectation, you will not receive what you are looking for. You need to expect so that you know that, oh, I was expecting that when I came. I receive it. And God will give it to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Now, we are still in our foundational message for the year. Seed time and harvest. Hallelujah. We are going to take it for a very long time. Because we want everybody to understand this message clearly. Amen. Amen. So that you will live your life by the teachings. Because if the teachings doesn't benefit, then there's no need to to go to school. It's when you go to school, they teach you so that you become what the teaching that you have been hearing 
If you keep hearing account, 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 every morning account, you go to the client account, you end up to be accountant, is it not? You can't be a carpenter after hearing a lot of C's of accounting, 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 accounting. If you, re- you, want, you want to hear medicine, 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 you end up to become what? A doctor. After seven years. <laughs> pharmacist, pharma, 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 pharma. You end up becoming a pharmacist. Carpenter, 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 carpenter. You become a rich kid. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So you see, what you hear mm. is what you become. Mm. That is why you have to open your ears to hear. Mm. Yeah. Because it has the power to make you. To make you. Jesus said that. What did he say? No. You make you. There's a scripture. Follow me. Huh? Follow me. And I will make you. Because as you are following me, I'll be speaking to you. And the things I say to you will make you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't understand? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> because what you, 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 you keep hearing from the person is full of spirit. And when that spirit enters into you, as you hear more, you will be made. You will become what the, you have been hearing. Hallelujah. You are going to become one of the richest people in the world. Are you here? God has determined that he will make you prosperous. This is people, they don't say amen like I have to. The people in this area. They are quite They don't say amen. That is why they are seldom struggling to even to come for car rehearsals. They don't say amen when we are speaking. Hallelujah. I say God has determined to make you prosperous. Ah, Say a big amen so that you receive it. How does he do it? He has given a covenant of himself that as long as this earth remains, there will be seed time. And so when there is a seed time and then you, de- you, 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 you decide to sow in at the seed time, he will make sure that there will be harvest back for you. God says that as long as this earth remains, there will be seed times and there will be harvest. It will not stop. So that means that what God is saying that I will always give you opportunities to sow. And once you sow, you go and sleep. Okay? And leave the rest to me. The rain that will come on it, the wind that will blow, the sun that will shine, how it germinates, and how it will grow, and how the small seed you put there has turned to become more. When it comes to harvest, that's not your duty. It is my duty as God. It's my duty as God. All that I want you to do is that when it's seed time, just so and leave the rest to me. You understand what I'm saying? 
So when the seed time you don't sow, it means that when the rain comes, it is coming to be on nothing. When the wind blows, it comes there, but there's nothing there. So when the harvest time comes, and you go there, you want to express something. He said that when they were sowing, you didn't sow. So what are you expecting? He that soweth wind, reapeth where wind. We come from a country. We come from another. You know, Moti am from. Amen. So this is God's covenant to human beings, especially those who serve. Because this was a, a message God gave to who's the guy Noah. After everybody was dead on earth, it was left with him and his family. God said that, I'm making this covenant with you. And tell the whole everybody who live on this earth that until I destroy the world again, and this, uh, this is going to be my covenant with human beings. Anybody who understands this principle and apply it in his life will always see abundance in his life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And there are countless number of testimonies from the days of Abraham till now. That all those who have applied it consistently over time ended up rich and prosperous people. It's your time to also begin to learn how to sow your seeds. Amen. Amen. And so if you remember, I talked about eight things that you need to sow those sometimes. It's a series I'm continuing. And one of the things we talked about was sowing of money. Is that true? Yeah. How do you sow money? One of the key ways of also of sowing money is what we call your tithe. Is not true? Yes. That is what we shared last week. That Abraham met Melchizedek, the priest. And then all that he had, after he has gone to battle and come and he has been successful, the Bible said he, all that he had, he gave a tithe. See, we are reading the Bible as our guide because there is no other thing to compare our lives with. No. That is why the word of God is given to us to profit us. It's supposed to profit us. Say to profit us. Profit us. What is profit? Profit means that when you do it, you get more. Yes. We do business for profit. Is not true? Yeah. Uh-huh. So God said that my word to bring you profit. profit. If you can spend time and read my word and apply it, the time you spend. And the result that you get, the result will be more than the time you spend in doing that. Okay. That is why if you don't come to church, you see that you lose a lot every day. In this church, if you miss it be one meeting, one meeting, I can tell you that you have lost a lot of things. You have lost a lot of things that could have added to your life because of the kind of divine empowerment and the word, the death of the word of God that is sown. You see, as I pass, I've been sowing this seed for the last 21 years into people's lives. And those who have taken the seed very well, I've seen their lives completely changed. But you see, there are people, the day they feel like, then they come to church. The day they feel like. But serving God is not a feeling. It's a covenant. You do your part, and God will do his part. Hallelujah. Amen. So last week, we studied chapter 14 of this book. How Titus fulfilled the laws of wealth 
creation. You can create your own wealth when you activate the law of Titan. You create wealth. Listen, wealth is a creation. If you create a company now, you start making money. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't have a company, you don't make money. That is why people open companies, entities, because it's supposed to generate resources. So you have to create before you can have. Are you there? Yeah. That is why God is going to inspire you to create something out of your life. So that you can begin to use it to generate more money for yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, how does Titus fulfill the laws of wealth creation? Wealth creation. We are going to create. It is not there, but you are going to create it for yourself. Why am I too scared of But you are going to generate money into the family. You are going to create wealth. Amen. You are going to do certain things that will create wealth Amen. into your family. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many are ready to do something that will create wealth? You came when you joined, you were born into that family, right? That everybody, has, nobody has bought the house before. But that will be minus you. Amen. Because God is showing how to create wealth into your life. Into your family. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Go home. Yes. Do you want to create wealth into your life? Yes. Into your family? Yes. That is what I'm teaching you here. And I won't finish teaching you now. So today we share one of point and then we are done. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to understand just even the title. Okay. How Titus fulfilled the laws of wealth creation. There are laws that when you apply in your life, biblical laws, it generate money for you. It generate more money. There's more than bit, 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 what is the Bitcoin. 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 <laughs> Those of you who want quick monies, this is the best quick money you can get. And it's eternal money. It's called enduring riches. Riches that will stay for long. Ah, who are the people who are sitting there? Where are they? They are dancing, star, they are gone. Hey. Mercy. But we have some at the overflow. Huh? Yes or no? Please, those. I don't know people at the overflow. There are people at the overflow. So those of them, if you are in overflow, please watch me. If you are there, you want to come in. There is space for you. You can come, okay? There is space for you. You can come in here. Hallelujah. So the first thing we learn is that Titan Christians fulfill the laws of humility. And humility is one of the key things that bring wealth. Do you know that? We learned it from, what's scripture? Proverbs chapter 22 verse 4. What does it say? What does it say? By humility and the fear of the Lord. What comes, is, does it create? It creates what? If you are humble, you create what? And to be proud, we are Because 
Humility creates wealth. You humble yourself to God. When you make money, you know that this money is not my strength that generated the money. It came by the grace of God. If you are not a humble person, you always think that strength and my, my education, my wisdom has made me rich. And so where is God for me to add? Go and give him something. You are very proud. And what you don't know is that your life can be withdrawn from you in seconds. Bible says in Luke chapter 12, says, so is he who is not rich towards God. He told him, that fool, rich fool, he said, I, the, the, what do you call Luke chapter 12, verse number 15. Luke 12, 15. He said unto them, Take it and beware of covenant for a man's life consistent not in the abundance of people. And then he spoke a parable, verse 16. Watch. 16. And he spoke a parable to them, saying, A very rich man made plenty money. Okay. And then what happened to him? He thought within himself. When will be on this castle? When he will be on this castle? He thought behind himself. He was he's so proud to even go and say that, Pastor, I've been blessed. So, uh, even testimony, because we'll be the testimony about this can be. Those are some people they are saying, proud people, they don't want anybody even to know that. That is why some of you, them, God has done miracles for you, even to testify to God. So, like, when people hear, I testify, when people think that I'm rich, so that they will start coming to me. No, 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 I don't want to testify. Yeah. Proud. That's why you don't, you, you, you can't have to think that it's God who gave it to you. If God gave it to you, you'd be proud to come and stand here and say to, the, to God be the glory. Hey, how God has done this. But you are too proud of you to acknowledge God. That's exactly what happened to this man. He thought within him, he was saying, what shall I do? Because I have no even room to bestow all my fruits. So this is what I'll do. The next verse. I'll pull down the band and build the greater one. And then I'll bestow all my fruits and my goods. Eh? Watch him. See, I, I, see how many eyes are opening there. He's not discussing me with his wife. I'm putting I, 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 I. And then I will say to my soul, Soul! Charlie, that has much goods laid out for many years. That's a proud man talking. We have many years to live. And we have so much to eat and drink. So take that ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. So let them have parties. Where the party day today? Hey, my, 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 my. You be same. <laughs> yeah. See, proud people, when they become rich, have you seen all? Oh, he hasn't thought about even God in his mind. All that he's thinking about, my, 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 I will eat, I will drink, and I'll be merry. Verse 20. Watch. But God. Somebody say, but God. 
That's some people who are unbelievers. They don't know that God controls everything. Let me tell you. If you don't humble yourself and honor God, what is due him? He can take everything. He will take you away. And you see that your goose, your cars, your houses, your business, your wife. What that prison, a friend said, a friend said, Fridge, you know, be a year more, Juma. So, what will you now? 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 What God said unto him, that fool, this night thy soul will be required of thee. But and then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided for yourself? And then, 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 then the 21 is so the scripture. So is he that lay up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Come on. Nipa. God feel that you are too proud to acknowledge him Christ. by the grace of God this man business has done well you don't even say by the grace of God even the word God is not in your conversation too proud anytime anybody speak without making reference to by the grace of God you know that you are speaking to a proud person a proud person he feel that I made it myself. I made it myself. That is what God warned the people of Israel when they were going to the promised land. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Write the scriptures. You are looking at it. Write this. You are the reason I'm quoting the scriptures. Luke 12. I read 12, 12, 15 to 21. I'm taking you to Deuteronomy 8, 18. Eight, eight. I'm talking about the topic, the time, that, that sub point is that proud, is, it takes humility to pay tight. It takes humility to acknowledge God that God gave me this money. Not that it's mine. God said that, but thou shall remember, remember me that, put it in your head. Let it sink into this, this your box. Let it enter into this box. That is what God is saying. Let your boss recognize that I am part of your wealth. Yeah, you didn't make it yourself. Thou shall remember the Lord. Remember who? The Lord. Not remember your girlfriend. Some of you, when you have money now, they go, The first person you remember is your girlfriend. You won't remember. You will remember God. You will remember your pastor who prayed for you to have that breakthrough. You will remember the church. If, it, if the day you get that blessing, church cried the church. Because see, the guy said that we are going to make Mary. Mary. Yekobich. Organizing clubs, friends. Old association. He said, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For, because it is he that giveth thee the power to do what? To get wealth. We are talking about how to create wealth. So if you have received wealth, it remember that it is God who help you to create that wealth. Hallelujah. Amen. He established to establish his covenant that he has made with your fathers. 
Sometimes your, your, your blessing is not because of you. Yeah. I can tell you, some of you, your breakthroughs you are receiving is because of maybe me. You are, I'm the reason why God is blessing you. Yes. I am the reason why God is blessing you. Hallelujah. Yes. Because it's a covenant with me that as I'm serving God, He will bless my children. And because you are my child. Or maybe a covenant, let's say, a covenant. That's why, you see, when we talk about Bishop, that people think that we are worshiping. We are not worshiping. We are recognizing the fact that when God called him, he was, you were not there. Were you there? No. So he made a covenant with you that as you serve me, I will bless you and I bless your children. So if we are part of the children of Bishop Dad, it's natural that many of the blessings, the breakthrough we are receiving, is because of him. It's because of him. Because God made a covenant with him. When God made a covenant with Abraham, these young, young generation, they were not there. But you see, today, as they are walking in their blessings, they, are, they don't remember that it is a, a certain God be some years ago who declared that I will bless all of you and the sea. So, the children, one day, there's a man called Yongicho. He was the pastor of the largest church in the world. Every time he's going to eat, he organizes his children. And he said, let's pray. Let's pray. Ah, one of the young guys said, Daddy, small food we are eating every day, prayer, prayer, prayer. What kind of prayer is this? What kind of behavior is this? What is this? Do you know what it, your father told him? Do you want to know? Yes. I want to know. Yes. Should I tell you? Yes. He told me that when I was at your age, I had what this is? Tuberculosis. And I was almost dying. I said, in, in those days, Korea was a very poor country. We didn't have anything. We have been slaves to Japanese for many years. And so, I, somebody introduced me to God. And when I started serving him, he healed that disease and made me, and made me a pastor. And then if you look at the big church I built all over the world, that I'm the pastor of the largest churches in the world, that God who changed my life when I was almost dying is the reason why you are sitting here eating the chicken and egg. Wow. And I wouldn't have had that money if that God has not blessed me. And so when we say, Let's pray to God. You don't know what life has been. Some of you see, you don't know what your great grandfathers suffered before even you came on earth. That is why maybe your gener- nobody helped, but God is about to use you as the beginning. Amen. When you know what to do to recognize God and God bring the blessing, your children will never suffer the way you have suffered because you are about to create wealth. You are about to create wealth. A wealthy situation, a wealthy family where your children are coming to walk in that blessings. Hallelujah. But you see, at the time that you are suffering, you are here in church crying and praying. Your child will be born. Do you know the face of your child? You are here to marry your beloved. So even you don't know the face of your first child. But see, one day, he said, Mommy, what is this church, church, church? Every day, church, church, church. He should tell her, Hey. I was a slave girl somewhere. But when I joined the church and, and I met a certain shepherd and he helped lead me. 
Do you understand? He met a brother, Shepherd Joshua, and he shepherded her. And, and he came to meet another brother. And he chose her as a wife. And you don't know what I've been through before I got this blessing. It takes the spirit of humility to recognize that my wealth didn't come by me. There is a certain God. And if that certain God says that tight is mine, we are doing business partnership. I will give you breath to breathe. I will heal you from sicknesses. Okay? When you travel, I will set angels to take charge of you. Like Kosiata is saying, as he was driving, his calm time moved out. That was have been the last day on this earth. So now, Bosomiasu. Because he will move. I'm a man who. I'm a man who. Now, we just carry we are. And you collect the money, let's say, my children's school fees. Forgotten that your life should have ended somewhere in the middle of the year. It takes the spirit of humility to come to your senses and say that if God has been part of my creation of wealth, God is due his honor. From today, may you understand. See, many church members don't understand tithing. That is why they don't pay. But remember that if God has not kept you alive, Hagar, if God has not kept you alive, you would have, where would you be? Would you have, have the opportunity to hold in this bag? No, 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 no. And this phone? No. With this, your cross, that your breast is crossing <laughs> like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So remember, that is how it takes humility to accept that somebody helped me. And that person is God. And I want to honor that God with what is due him. And when you do that, and God says, ah, what kind? He says, that shall remember. He says, once you have remembered and you have brought God his part, God will also make sure that whatever that you have sown, he multiplies it for you. So that you can have even more. And you keep giving God his portion and he's increasing it more. You keep God giving his portion and he's increasing So that you feel, you know, within a few years of your life, you have been able to create a certain wealth in your house, which you didn't meet it. But the Lord bless you as you humble yourself yeah. and pay your tithe. Are you going to do that? Yeah. Number two is that tithe test Christian activate the law of sowing and reaping. Isn't that true? We learned it last week. I'm just going to write number three. Titan fulfilled the law of prioritization. Remember, I told you about this. Prioritization. Prioritization creates wealth. What is prioritization? Setting first thing first and doing second thing second and third thing third. Hallelujah. Amen. One of the wisdom you learn when you become a tighter is that when I receive my money, I take my tithe. So first. Then, now that I've taken God, his, given God his portion, I can now use what is left for what I want to do. You understand? Yeah. So, you are taking off, let's say you are paid 1,000 CDs. You have taken 100 off. Now, it's left with 900. Because now you know even that your, the money is small. 
has become smaller, you plan it well. And you use it well. You, you don't remember that. But you see, when you don't do it first, your mind is that I have 1,000 cities. So you start buying, oh, kebab, please, I need five. Uh, yogurt, please give me this. You see, because you have not planned your money high, because you thought, you thought that there's more money to spend. How many understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time you have money, you always think that you have more money to spend. That day, your, your, your expending pattern changes. Immediately, you are paid your salary. Now. And you see the money has hit your account. Pass. There is a certain joy hit your soul. And there's like, me deep pizza check, me deep pizza check. It has been a long time since I had pizza, Jack. And then I felt incidentally you were coming to church and you said, ah, cheesy pizza. Ah. ah, let me pass there first before I come to church. Eh? Eh, I shawarma. Yes, yeah, I one No. But you see, when you take it first, what we call your priority, you have put the first thing first. It helps you to organize the, le- the what is left well. So you learn this principle when you pay tight. And because you learn this principle and become part of your life, throughout your life, you will learn this, you will apply it in anything you are doing. So that assuming you are a student, you realize that it's more important to finish school before you start looking for money. So you concentrate more on studies as priority. So when somebody is chasing, you know, I had a, 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 I told a story, were you here last on the day? That a certain guy was sent to, what do you call it? In fact, from secondary school, from Accra. His father was a very successful father. He sent him to Fantipium Secondary School to go and study one of the first class in Ghana. And as he was, his, his, he got to form three. His friend started, he, he, he found a friend in Kotokraba, in Cape Coast, who, was, who, was, who didn't have the opportunity to go to school. So he started rearing rabbits. And he went to join him to produce rabbit farm. Somebody who must be a student, you. So he started wearing rabbits. So listen. As his friends were studying in school, he was wearing rabbits. So, you know, it, that's how called seed time and harvest. Oh, this year, the, we, are, we are teaching. Listen carefully. Yeah. At that time, he didn't know that he was sowing the seed of... Not Danko. <laughs> he was sowing seed of poverty for himself. Because he couldn't prioritize his timing. That this is not time for money. At this time, what is necessary and what is important that I must do first is to study. And when I finish school, I can make money. But he brought money first and he left the school. So as we are talking, his classmates, some of them are lawyers, doctors, Pharmacists, accountants, and engineers. You know, there's a school. 
as you enter the school now, you can be sure that you will prosper. Even your classmates alone will help you. You understand? It's not like the school, some of us, we went. TKS says, who is your classmate, baby? It takes the grace of God to carry you to a certain height. <laughs> Do you understand? But there are some school, when you enter, you can be assured that, oh, school, where I will get something to eat. My life, that. But you see, as he left school and started realizing today, he's a struggler in London. A struggler in London because he he couldn't prioritize his life and what we are saying that when you learn you pay tight it helps you to develop this this lifestyle in your life that there is always first and first before you do second thing so you begin to develop a certain lifestyle and that lifestyle will help you into other areas of your life which will add more riches today, like I'm saying, those who prioritize their education, they have ended up as doctors. So they have created wealth into the family, into themselves. They are driving the nicest of cars. Hey, I went to, last Friday, I went for a program. I saw some of my schoolmates who were very poor and not, Charlie, everybody's driving. Posh, posh cars. Hey, those were the time we were sowing seed of study and ips it was not easy but you see we didn't give up because it was seed time at that time what was so painful bible says psalm 126 verse 5 he that soweth in tears shall reap in joy so listen some of you are young people who think that rushing to get money is the answer that's not the answer that's not the answer Prioritize your time. Learn, even if you don't have opportunity to go to school, learn a trade. Learn something in your hands. As that, that it's not going to be easy for you, because you see, you ask you, 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 you if you are learning how to do carpentry, you won't make the money immediately. But you humble yourself and learn and develop a skill. Once you get the skill, money will just be chasing you. That's natural. Hallelujah. But many of you girl, young guys who have come, you always misapply at your time. And there's no prioritization of your life. You can't know how to prioritize that. This thing, that's what God said in Matthew chapter 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Start with God first. When your mind is God first in my life, all other things shall be added to you. One of the God first you need to always have is that you wake up in the morning, the God first factor. I'm doing my prayer time. I'm having a quiet time. I'm praying. You won't do it. You won't do it. You will not give God first of your day. You wake up in the morning, you are not dead. Who should be giving the first priority of your time? That is any of you. As you wake up now, your phone is the next place. You are checking the next message whatsapp foolish message that have been sent to you and you spend 30 one hour on it without even thank you god on your feet no prioritization that is why you are poor that is why you are poor you can't prioritize your timing ladies you waste so many time at the time you ought to be doing certain things that will advance your life that is why you are misusing the time one another thing about the 
kingdom of God that you need to seek first is that you need to learn how to keep your body first before you can get a good marriage. There's we are all human beings who have either this or that. It's not true. And that either this or that it disturbs everybody. If you think that that's me too, it disturbs me. All of us have that disturbance. Yeah. Don't think that as I'm standing here, please, I don't have the same disturbance. My wife is here. After my wife, my eyes are still scanning around. Oh, yeah. She's not the angel of the world. And even if you're an angel there, because it's a, it's a natural thing. It's a natural thing. Are you here? Yeah. But you see, if you seek the face of God first, you want to get married first. And all other feelings can control, follow, follow. Mm. But many of us, we are doing it first. Before God gives you the wife. So you, but by the time you met the lady, you have shown to her that you are not a faithful person. You are not a faithful person. You are not a faithful person. How can the person trust you? Because you couldn't wait for six months counseling. And give God the honor. The honor to God. I will not touch this until God has sanctified her for me. There is no fatalism about it. It's like Jack. And that is why you see that all your money, all your energy has gone down the risk. Because the only lady you sleep with, you have to pay for that. But when you sleep with your wife, you don't pay for that. You paid it once and for all. Once you have performed all the right at due time, you can eat it in the morning, afternoon, evening, night, in the toilet, in the kitchen, in this thing, free. Meanwhile, your money is with you and you are advancing. May the Lord give you the wisdom of prioritizing your life. Prioritizing. Are you here? Yeah. Always ask yourself, what must I do first? And it must always be God first. So if God says, don't do it this way, give God that honor. And after you have satisfied God's first, you can go about the rest of your life. In university, those who do economics, they call it scale of preference. That means that because your income is limited and your wants are insatiable, that means that whatever what you need are more than what your money can afford. You need to learn that principle of prioritizing your needs. So what is the most important thing that I must spend my thousand cities on before I spend the rest for anything? Are you here? And once you are done with God, the next pressing thing is maybe pay your school fees. Not to transfer to your girlfriend. Or not to use it to buy Korean hair. Because after you have bought the Korean hair and your school fees have not been paid, how do you advance your life and create wealth for yourself? Hallelujah. Are you with me? And we are teaching you how you can create wealth. When you learn how to pay tight, you create wealth. 
You will have to know, have the spirit of how to prioritize. You have the spirit of giving God first. You have the spirit of every. So, see, it's not, it's not just the money matter. You see, anything you do, it has a certain way of giving, adding some values and virtues into your life. See, as I'm preaching, it is adding some values and virtues into my life as to how even to talk in public. Do you understand? But you see, the ultimate is the purpose is not to, but just, just doing it alone. There was one of our pastors in America. He went for a presidential program. I don't know what America. One, one of our pastors. There was a there was a meeting of directors, and he was not even a director. And when he were, he was part of the meeting, he just as they were talking, he just made a contribution. And then when he started talking, the way he was talking and analyzing, and all the, when he finished, asked him, ah, are you a public speaker? I mean, the way you can your point, what line, my line, and analysis, the directors were surprised with windows. Yes or no? Do you, what do you, are you a, a lecturer somewhere? Say no, no. He said, but what do you do normally in your life? No, oh, I'm a, a, a pastor, a lay pastor. I preach in church. It's no wonder we understand the way you can analyze things. You see, he was just a pastor, but you see, it has added some values and virtues into his life. So that's what I'm saying. The more you start paying tight, that's one of the values and the virtues you develop for yourself. That there is something called prioritization. First thing first, let me give God first. After God, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. So if the money, that something is not as necessary as now, hold it on until another money comes and then you keep doing it. So with that wisdom, you see that you have been able to accumulate and accumulate and accumulate and accumulate. Before you know, you had little, but you have saved something towards something that has helped you to generate well. Are you understand what I'm saying? Next week, God willing, I'll continue the message. Because there's no, our time is up. Who do we come in here? I want you to make you a rich person. Amen. You are going to create wealth for yourself. Amen. Next week, what I'm going to teach you is the tight prayers for faith. Okay, okay, let me, before I go there, the, the last one. Next week, we are going to study tight Christian understand the laws of seasons. Seasons. Seasons and times. Seasons. Point five. Seasons. You know, God gave a vision to this guy, Pharaoh. And he told her that. He told him that, look. He didn't understand the vision. So when he, he, he woke up, he wanted to understand the, the, the meaning of the vision. And the Bible said he called all the magicians. They couldn't explain to him. Then somebody told me that there's a certain Hebrew boy. When he comes, he can explain these matters to you better. So go for him. So Joseph was brought from prison. Now when Joseph came, he told me a very secret, which is a master key to creation of wealth. Would you be here for last week? Yes. I'm going to show you this master key. Obey ye by force. Amen. When you know this principle, obey ye ye by force. Because, you see, it was heaven's wisdom that was given to Joseph. And when Joseph gave that key to Pharaoh, Pharaoh became rich immediately. And his kingdom became very great. 
And that wisdom is in this house. Every member of this church must have that master key of prosperity. Master key. So next week, today my time is up. But next week, I promise you, by the time you live here, you start calling yourself, I'm the richest man in my family. I am the richest man in my family. You'll be working out, I'm the richest person in my family. I'm the most prosperous person in my family. Because I'm going to create wealth. You'll be creating wealth. There is nothing there but through the wisdom of God. You see that. One, one thousand is in your accounts. Two thousand has joined it. Three thousand has come to add to it. Five thousand has come to add to it. You'll be accumulating like this. Say accumulation. Say accumulation. You'll be accumulating. You know, when I went, we went to my wife, we married, we went to Makati Hill. That's beside us where was a land. Those days, the land was about, you see, 30 million, which is 3,000 cities today. He says, I want to have money, buy land, because today that land is more than that. Those days, 30 million. And I say, hey, where am I going to get 30 million in my lifetime? In my lifetime, <laughs> to buy a plot of 30 million. At that time, we were very poor. And I was in the womb of the mother. Oh, you were there. <laughs> you were there in the spirit. That's the plot was just beside it. Every time we passed by, oh, that's a nice plot. That's a nice plot. But how can we get the money? But you see, through this key that I will teach you on Sunday, next week, God enabled me to accumulate wealth. I accumulated wealth. I moved from 1,000 to 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, uh, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 4 million, 5 million. And I crossed the 30 million mark. Within, it was 2,000 to 2,003 years, I bought a plot of land at 50 million. Within three years. I've translated from nothing into surplus. It is your turn for you to work, work with this master key. You will create wealth for yourself. As a tight payer, you will create wealth. I say you create wealth. You will create wealth. By the grace of God, I came to Accra with nothing. But today, God has blessed me to create wealth. And the fact that you are sitting here listening to me alone yeah. is a sign that I'm rich. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. Because I, when I came from the village, did you follow me? No. Something has come upon me. Isn't that true? Yeah. That is why you are here listening to my prayer. God is going to give you a lot of creation of us. This is a big wealth that God has created for me. For me to be here and to preach to you my sister from Nigeria, where will I have met you? If God has not helped me to create wealth. And wealth is not only money. Wealth is having resources available to you for your use. If I say I need 1,000 cities today, can't you give me 1,000 cities? That's wealth. That's wealth. That's wealth. 
If I say, give me 500, can't you give 500 cities? You can give. It's key. You can give me. Whether willing or unwilling, you will give. You give to me. It's not true. So I want you to understand that how God can help you to create wealth is a divine unseen that comes upon you. When you pay your tithes, God will make you a wealth creator. And you will see that you live happily on this world. You live, you have, I have a car I drive. My wife has changed her car since I married her in 1998. So how many years now? Twenty-four years or so. That's about twenty-four years. He has changed cars about six times or seven times. Yes. But I didn't have anything. It is the wisdom of God I caught from the Bible. From the teachings I received from my pastor, Bishop Daggy Ward Mills. That is why today, through this knowledge, I've looked great wealth and I'm creating more wealth every day. Hallelujah. Every day I'm creating new wealth for myself. My wealthy position is going higher and higher and higher because I pay tight. God has given me the wisdom of creation wealth from today. That is why I am challenging everybody here. You may be a student, you will be denying yourself this opportunity of divine enabler. Enabler is called divine enabler. It enables you to create which means generating wealth for yourself. Are you ready to receive wealth? That is why I'm sweating teaching because it is my passion for you that you will become more than I am. Amen. Yes. I've traveled in several places in the world. Even Israel. I've gone to Israel twice. One with myself and the rest of them, I went with my wife. You'll be traveling with your wife for one day. Hallelujah. That is worth creation. Through the wisdom of God, you will pay it without any struggle. Not that somebody is buying for you. I promise you, God will bless you so much. Eh? This plane that is flying over our heads eh? from today, when you see Carter, say, You Carter, wait for me. I'm coming there. When you see Caleb, say, Caleb, watch for, watch for me very soon. I'll be sitting inside you. When you see which one? Emirates. He said, Very soon, you, Emirates. You will take it number K. K, 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 K17 and the one who is sitting there. Receive that grace of God. May the Lord help you. Now the last point, which is point four, let me close, is that it, it tight prayers have what we call you learn emulates. People who have become rich have all lived their life. And that is why it's your time to also learn it. Emulates. Tight prayers emulate, they copy. Emulate, they copy. Anybody, because Jews are the people who God gave me this wisdom. And since their fathers taught them that we must always pay tight, and they have been paying since Adam, up till now. You go to all over the world, there's no group of people who are so rich than Jews. 
Hallelujah. And so from today, declare yourself that by the blood of Jesus Christ, I am a Jew. And so whatever Jews do, I'm copying it. Say, I am copying it. I am copying it. How many are ready to copy? Because what somebody did and became, Kuma, when you also copy, I like Proverbs 25, verse 1. There was a king called Hezekiah. He said, Me, I don't have wisdom, but I have read a lot from Solomon. So you told this guy, Jack, copy the thing. Copy Solomon's wisdom. Let's apply it. <laughs> and he became one of the greatest people. Proverbs chapter 25. These are also the proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah of Judah, they did what? They copied. They just copied. <laughs> they just copied. Solomon is the wisest man on earth. He when he became a king, he was the wisest king. Jack, who else should we copy from? Who else should we copy from? Who else should we copy from? If Solomon did this and that and God loved him, he became so rich, let us do what? Copy. And when they saw so copied, Hezekiah became one of the greatest kings on earth. The spirit of copying. When you see somebody has done something that has been a blessing to the person, you also have to copy it. And when you also practice it, the Lord will bless you. Stand to your feet and let's go. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands and pray to the Praise the Lord. I want to copy this. I may not be a rich person today, but if this is the way people became great and blessed, I'm here to copy it. I'm here to copy it. I'm here to emulate. And that is what the pastor has taught me. You send me your pastor, your man, your, a, a pastor after your own heart to teach me. And from today, I know that if I pray this, I'll be the, I'm my, the richest in my family. I am here to create wealth. I'm here to create wealth. I want to believe in your grace to create wealth for my life. My life. Pray. Everybody open your mouth and pray. Say, Lord, I don't want to be a poor person forever. You have shown me the master key, the keys to abundance of wealth creation. And Lord, I surrender my soul. I dedicate my income. I dedicate my energy. I dedicate my time to see you just as prioritize you, Lord. Prioritize what belongs to you. Yes, humility. The spirit of humility that brings riches, that brings honor, that brings prosperity and love life by your teachings. Today, may I become what you are talking about. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you. We thank you. For now we know in this house you don't hear the voice of a man. It can only be the voice of God. These revelations we have received is not the wisdom of this world, but the wisdom from above. And your words say the anything that is from above is always above all. And so today I thank you, O Lord, that you are lifting your people above all their class. You are lifting them above all their siblings. You are lifting your people's company. You are above all their colleague companies. For this wisdom is from above. Let them apply it in their lives to see transforming them from poor people to rich people, from needy people to deep enough people. 
let these people experience supernatural dimensions of blessing that Abraham had. Abraham is dead, but the anointing has not come. Take it upon him and put it upon the people. And let them experience these blessings in their lives. As they dedicate themselves to faithfully pay their tithe. Let them experience these blessings. Jesus mighty name. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. You know, without Christ, you cannot. Bible says Jesus had redeemed us from the curse of this world and connected the blessing of Abraham. So you need Christ to cross you over to Abraham's blessing. So if you don't receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, all these things you are saying, you will never experience it. But today, God is opening a door of opportunity for you to join. So as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Please, let me help so that God will bless you. Look at the other way. Just close your eyes and lift up your right hand. Lift up my hands. Lift it up above your head. God bless you. If your hand is lifted up, please come to the table. Come. to you. I am a sinner and nothing can save me except your blood. And today I humble myself and come to the cross to receive mercy for my soul. For the many bad things I've ever done. Have mercy upon me. Let the blood drop from the cross and wash me and make me a child of God entitled to all the blessings of God from today please write my name in your book of life count me as your son use me for your glory all that I've heard as I enter into your kingdom help me to experience these blessings in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for this precious, 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 precious soul that has been redeemed from darkness into your marvelous light. From today, let your spirit enter into you. As you give me a new heart that will love you, will serve you, will humble himself all the times in your sight and in the sight of men. Acknowledging you as the source of everything and save you and honor you with anything you bless him with. For you are about to make him a creator of wealth. Bless him as he fulfills your will and your word in his life. In Jesus' name. Amen.
I believe you were blessed by the message. Do visit us this and every Sunday at AG Hotel and Suits at Jeringamu at 8.30 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. God bless you.